Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bow Hunter Chronicles podcast brought to you by Tacticam. Uh, this is the portion of the intro where I tell you about Tacticam and all the great stuff, um, except for we've got uh, Ben Stern from Tacticam uh, on the episode today, so I'm going to let him, uh, he's one of the creators, the inventors, uh, the minds, the brains behind Tacticam, uh, tell you all about that. Um we wanted to do this podcast to talk about the new reveal cell cams, um, like the hottest tra- trail cam out right now. Can't find them, can't buy them. Um, they work great. They sent us a couple. Um, I've been using mine. John is actually not on this podcast. He headed up to the UP on a kind of an impromptu trip to uh, to actually get out and uh, hunt. If you've been following along with the podcast, you know uh, John was in. Montana for three weeks and his honeydew list is long uh, doing what he can to get out and hunt so um, he got the okay he got the green light to go hunting and uh, he took off and and did just that Um, so without any further ado uh, we'll get into this podcast Um, again got to give a shout out to Spartan Forge Um, If you go to SpartanForge.ai, Bill is feverishly working on uh, getting that uh, out. Uh, You can check out our podcast that we did with them a few weeks ago. Uh, But what that is is artificial intelligence for the deer world. Now, what does that mean? That seems crazy. Uh, He explains it much better than we do on the podcast. You can go to our YouTube and check that out or one of the uh, previous podcast episodes. But basically... It's taking all the data that you'd find like in the Farmer's Almanac. So, you know, historically on November the 9th, um, you know, this is what you'd get for temperatures, etc. But on a much grander scale. So he's tapping into university studies uh, on collared deer uh, showing peak movement times. Insurance company data showing car deer accidents, uh, harvest photos that we put on social media, and the data that's embedded in those on the times that they were posted, taken, uh, etc., uh, for your geographic area to tell you what days are going to be the best days to be in the woods uh, based on the weather as well as historically those times, wind directions, etc., for your area. So you can check that out at SpartanForge.ai um, and check them out on social media. They're doing a giveaway right now on Instagram. Um, so go over and check that out at, uh, again, Spart- SpartanForge.ai. And another shout-out to our Patreons. I missed that in the last uh, intro and uh, got some feedback, <laughs> got some flack about that. So I just want to thank uh, everybody that is one of our Patreons. Patreons directly support the show, um, all the costs associated with it, and uh, we can't thank them enough. Uh, but what we do do to try to thank them is uh, we do quarterly giveaways. Um, probably going to be moving to a monthly giveaway uh, starting in 2021. Uh, but this quarter, we're going to be giving away a pack. Um, I haven't reached out to Mystery Ranch yet. I need to get a hold of them. Um, I think we're going to give away a Mystery Ranch Metcalf. Uh, one of the things that. Uh, I'm having an issue with, uh, because I use the mystery rat sawtooth is I want the lid. So, um, they currently don't have any lids. The Metcalf has a lid and because they don't have any lids, they don't have any Metcalfs for sale. So, um, I've got to reach out to them and make sure that there's going to be one of those, uh, in stock. We're going to be giving away a set of Badlands rain gear, 
Um, and so those are the things that we're giving away uh, to our Patreons. You know, one lucky Patreon is going to get one of those uh, each. And then also a base map giveaway. So we're, we give away a base map pro package with a swag pack. Um, and so what that'll get you is all the access to everything that base map has to offer. Uh, download as big a map as your phone will hold and you can download all their layers. Uh, they have their new hunt wind feature on there. Um, so you can set a blind anywhere in there, click on it, uh, set the wind direction. Then you can look at the wind for the next seven days and it'll tell you, um, what the wind's going to be, whether it's a good wind or a bad wind for that. Um, so definitely, uh, check out base map if you haven't done that. And, uh, if you're going to download the app, uh, you can go online and use code chronicles and that'll save you 20%, which makes an entire year for the entire country of base map, $24. So at $30, it's a bargain. But if you're going to buy it, why not use our code and save 20%. So uh, definitely check out, check out Basemap. Thank you so much to the Patreons. If you are interested in supporting the show um, through Patreon or you want to win one of the giveaways, uh, you can check that out at patreon.com forward slash Chronicles podcast or go to bowhunterchroniclespodcast.com. Click on the Patreon link. Also, uh, I've got my hunt from this year uh, where I killed the eight point up on our YouTube page. So go to our YouTube page, check that out, subscribe. Uh, got a lot of big things coming for 2021 on YouTube. Um, Going to be rolling out a new tech tip weekly video uh, with John and some bow tuning. So stay tuned for that. Hit the subscribe button to be notified of all of our latest videos. Uh, but you guys are going to like this one. It was a lot of fun to record. Uh, Ben's a great guy. So without any further ado, enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody, Adam back with another episode of the Bow Hunter Chronicles podcast. Uh, John has actually uh, hopped in the truck and he just decided that he's going to go hunting now. Um, so he's on his way to the UP and uh, he'll be there for a couple days and just trying to get schedules switched around and this one kind of uh, scheduled haphazard back and forth, but we're going to make it work. Um, you've heard us talk about them time and time again and kind of our progression using uh, the Tacticams. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have uh, Ben Stern, one of the uh, creators of uh, of the Tacticam and all the technology that surrounds that on the line tonight. So, um, how are you doing, Ben? I'm doing pretty good. And you? Uh, you know, I have one more day of work and then I'm off for nine days uh, in the middle of November, just coming into peak rut here in Michigan. So, um, I'll be doing a lot better tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that's some pretty good planning on your part. <laughs> Yeah, well, normally I have this week off, uh, so the first right. week in November is what I do, and I just forgot to put it on the calendar. Uh, I went on an elk hunt this year that took up a large chunk of my vacation, so I didn't know what they were going to give me, and um, they said, well, are you going to take your time this year? And, and somebody had already taken this week off, and uh, it's unseasonably warm here in Michigan, so uh, next week we're going to get back into the, the cold again, so I think I scheduled it even better than uh, than I could have hoped yeah, I think you're going to nail that one right on the head. Uh, you know, I've been watching the uh, the cameras pretty much morning and night. It's it's kind of an addiction, you know, when when it's this time of year. But uh, I've been seeing a ton, a ton of movement 
the last few days here in Wisconsin and even with the warm weather. So I'm, I'm predicting that you're going to be sitting perfect. Well, that's, that's the hope. I killed a, a really decent buck here in Michigan, um, you know, public land. We're, we're basically blue collar guys here hunting, you know, uh, what, a, what is uh, John Eberhardt calls it combat hunting uh, here in Michigan, you know. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I killed, you know, just under a 100-inch uh, eight-point here on the ninth, eighth or ninth. So um, I got one tag left and just just looking forward to getting out there and and seeing all the, the, the chaos ensue, I guess. So. Oh, absolutely. So I'm uh, I'm I'm fortunate. I, I I hunt a family a family property that my grandpa, you know, had, and it's a 80 acre piece. And you know, I'll be honest with you, it is my favorite place to be. Uh, it doesn't matter what time of year it is, but you know, it's just I feel very fortunate to have a, a you know a property that I can just go to and spend time with. And you know, it's family property, so I'm with you know family and. Uh, pretty awesome. So now is that you, did you say you're in Wisconsin? Yeah, yep. So I'm I'm in Wisconsin. It's uh Jackson County, which but it's really close to Trempolo County and I know I'm just throwing uh throwing counties around, but <laughs> Buffalo County is right there as well and I'm sure a lot of your listeners have heard of Buffalo County and mm-hmm. Trempolo County. So I'm I'm right in the thick of it. Um you know, with uh, some pretty good hardwoods and rolling hills and, you know, farm country. So uh, we we tend to get some nice, nice deer, uh, which obviously makes it even more fun. But, you know, it's uh, it, it it doesn't matter the size of the deer, in my opinion. It's like when you're out there and you're just experiencing it and, and experiencing them deer running around or chasing does, it's, it does not matter how big it is. It's exciting. Yeah, it's funny that you say that. We've got, um, so my family has 240 acres up in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, um, and it's eight miles from Wisconsin over in Menominee County. And okay. Right, and the Menominee County is right along the Menominee River that borders uh, Wisconsin and, and Michigan there. But it's funny that you say that because today we're recording this. It is November the 5th, and uh, two years ago, November 5th, I killed one of the smaller bucks that I've killed. Um with a bow, uh, up on our property and missed a really nice one earlier in the morning, but it's probably one of the most memorable hunts, most memorable deer. Um, I was hunting up there with my, I have two brothers. One of my brothers, uh, was up there, doesn't hunt, uh, hardly at all. And he shot his second deer with a bow, um, Mm -hmm. on that day. And then I had another brother that was hunting in South Dakota and, uh, he killed a pretty, pretty substantial i think it was like you know mid 130s 140 not big for a mule deer but for us that's a a big deer and Mm -hmm. um he killed that on the fifth so all three of us killed deer on the same day and in the 20 or 30 years that we've been hunting and all the time that we've hunted together even with rifles we'd never killed deer on the same day so it's, it's one of those hunts you know you say it doesn't really matter what the size of the deer is that's one of the ones that's going to stick with me you know, forever. So, right. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, sticking, you know, sticking with memories and things that last for a lifetime. And that's, I feel like it's a perfect lead in for, you know, like what my drive is, which obviously tact cam, 
you know, if, if you don't know what Tacticam is, is for your, your listeners, you know, we build a hunting camera that mounts onto your bow, it mounts onto your gun. You know, we also have attachments to film through your scope. So if you're a crossbow hunter, you can film right through the crossbow scope. But back when I was, before Tacticam was Tacticam, I started filming my hunts uh, because I wanted to share these amazing memories and these moments with my grandfather, which was his property. But he was getting old and he couldn't get into the woods, but he loved to hunt. It was his favorite thing to do. So, you know, that was really what started Tacticam. It was, uh, you know, getting out there and filming. And, you know, I, I was studying photography, went to school for it and, you know, was messing around with electronics and building cameras and lenses. And it was weird because it was not a not something that I said, I'm going to start a hunting company, you know, but it was it was truly something that was started out of just the pure passion and love you know, of, of hunting and wanting to be able to share the experience with somebody. Um, and I, and I think if you use Tacticam or if you've used Tacticam, you'll know like, wow, yeah, it's so easy to use. It doesn't interfere with your hunting. It allows you to hunt. You push one button and it just records it, you know? So that's kind of where Tacticam came from. And then obviously now today it's, you know, as we continue to grow, we, we've got the 5.0 and the remote system, which allows you to really get into it. And you can basically run a full production now uh, with the push of one button and still hunt, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting that that's how it's born out of, because um, that's kind of how, you know, we started with the tech cams as well. You know, this podcast, you know, John's not on here, but we also do um, a, a big portion of this podcast is with my father-in-law. Um, so for mm-hmm. everybody on here, he's he's the character. He's he's Uncle Frank. If I were to uh, put a picture of him or you were to, to, to see him, I guarantee you, Ben, you would say, I remember that guy from last year at ATA because right? <laughs> because that's the personality that he is. And, you know, we started this podcast, you know, to to connect with like-minded individuals um, and give that, you know, every man, you know, we, we screw up more than we, uh, than we succeed. And that's, I think that's one thing that's missed in, you know, the hunting era of uh, YouTube and TV and everything is that, you know, there's, there's, you know, we embrace the failure and just say everybody that it's okay. And it's okay to shoot whatever you want to. and It's okay to mess up and, and all this stuff. But, you know, my father-in-law, he is the personality. So we're trying to get him to, to video because when we video him, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, he's just that kind of energy. He goes down for the second year at ATA and he must've spent four or five hours in your booth talking to everybody. And he's like, you, we gotta, you gotta get some of those tactic games, you know, now we can do it. And, And him and his hunting partner have just taken it, you know, to the next level as, as, as filming. And, you know, they, they do uh, an okay job. You know, they filmed a couple successful hunts and um, my father-in-law, he's got the tech cams on his bow this year for uh, archery hunting and uh, has missed four times now. Um, oh boy. <laughs> but he remembers to click that button and, 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 and turn it on, you know? So um, it, it is that simple that, that anybody can do it. Um, how did the company start? I mean, that's one of the things that we love to talk about here, you know, because everybody has 
these ideas or there's always that moment where you say, you know, I thought of that 10 years ago and, and, and yeah, it's always yeah. great so, to talk to people who, who are the doers or that can implement it. Right. Well, let's just be honest here. It's not like I, I, I had this great idea that nobody's ever had. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, let's build a camera to hunt with, you know, like there's been trail cameras and obviously now, you know, we started building the reveal, uh, the tax cam reveal, which is a cellular camera uh, this year, which has been, a re on ridiculous like just crazy hit like awesome product uh but you know like when i was doing it 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 wasn't i wasn't doing it to start a company and i don't know if if that helped but it was something i was truly just doing for myself and when people started to see what i was doing and how i you know like what i was recording and how it looked and all of this other stuff. And I started to explain like how I was doing it, like mounting the camera inside the stabilizer or, you know, being able to push one button and have it do everything automatically and programming the camera to, you know, adjust for color and, you know, which everyone's listening, like it's called auto autos, you know, whatever. But the, the point is, is I was doing things that, that cameras weren't doing yet. And, you know, like, adjusting the frame rates for low light like literally doing all of these things automatically you know for you uh which which i think is pretty cool at the time but uh you know it's like you get enough people that were like i'd buy one of those i'd buy one of those and then someone says how much money would you need to build you know x amount to get it going and i'm like well probably this and next thing you know you're you're going and uh like Jeff Peel's my business partner and I got Ben Thorood as a business partner. And, you know, there's a ton of other people involved, you know, like it's just, there's so many people that it takes to do this. But when you have something that people are really passionate about, like all of us are, it makes it really easy, you know, and you just continue to try to make it better and everybody challenges each other. And, and we just, we're never satisfied. You know, like even right now with the 5.0, for example, which is a camera that we've had out, we're, we're always making improvements. We're always trying to make it better. And every time we have an opportunity to build cameras, we're making them better. And I think that's really what Tacticam has been about and which is why I think we've done so well to this point. And I think we'll continue to do well because of our mindset, you know, our passion for hunting and our passion for our product. So I guess, um, with that simplicity in mind um, and making things better and moving forward, um, where is, um, I guess, is there a ceiling or is there a, this is getting too complicated? Because I know like with the, with the cameras that we have and, you know, the, the older guys um, want to read everything and then try and do you know, push the button X amount of times and this and that and the other thing. Like for me, I like the fact that I can just push the button and, and forget about it. Right. So, and you know, with, there's always concessions. So being able to do that, I might not have it in the right, you know, I might have it in 1080 or 4k. I might not have it in that 2.7k that helps with low light and is a little bit better, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to end up with something at the end. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's the goal, right? Like, like with the 5.0 camera, you know, the goal is, can you turn it on? 
can it work? Will it do everything to the best of the ability? You know, like, oh, I want to zoom. I look at the back cap and I know I have to look at the back cap because you got to open it up at some point, right? Mm -hmm. And it's got, it says zoom there and it's like, oh, this color? And I'm like, how do I do that? And it's like, you just can't help but like stumble across how to work the camera. Like you push the mode button and it changes modes and it changes to the blue color. You're like, wow, that must be zoom, right? And then, or you push it again and there's, oh, there's slow-mo. So, you know, it's trying to set the camera up to, to just be as simple and easy as possible. But yet at the same time, if you do want to, I'm going to call it geek out a little bit or get more technical, you can connect it to the app. You can customize every single one of the modes. You can set it up exactly how you want it. I mean, you can go as deep as you want to, but yet the camera is is set up from the very beginning to just work, you know? Yeah, I think that's so, where those guys got mesmerized, right? So with uh-huh. um, watching some of the hunts, like another Michigan guy, Paul Kermy, um, you know, he, he's got five cameras. He hits the button. It turns on from every angle, and then it's edited so it's just one seamless, like, beautiful, you know, just yeah. something where you're like, you did that with that? Yeah, isn't that awesome? And he just killed another monster. Where was he? Like in Missouri or something? I I think. I think Missouri's next. I think he was in Ohio. Where he's going? Yeah, he's either going to Missouri or or Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Paul's a great guy. I, uh, you know, I I've been watching his videos for a while, but I mean, it's just I I I love that. Right? Like to build a product and to see someone just go out and hunt, push one button on there. It's hanging around his neck, you know, and it's so real because you can't fake that. This is just a guy that loves hunting. Like I guarantee you, if he asked, if you asked him and if you guys should Facebook message him just for fun, I'm curious to see what he says. (laughs) But if you, if you ask him like, what do you like better filming or hunting? I guarantee you, he's going to say hunting like filming is not the priority here. Like, Filming is just something you do because it's fun and it's like it, it allows you to 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 get that experience, like just capture it and make something awesome that you can just share or or have forever. Like it's more than just a memory, you know. So I just had a guy hunt public land, never had a tacticam. He won it. He won the camera and he and I knew him. You know, he sent me a message He's like, I just want a tacticam. I'm so excited. I was like, awesome. I said, he's like, what do I got to do? I said, charge it up, take it hunting. And he sent me a message from the tree stand. He's like, I just shot a buck. What do I do now? And I said, turn the camera off. He's like, okay, paused it. He's like, now what? I said, you know, like, just turn the Wi-Fi on and watch the video. He literally sat there and watched the video of his buck kill in the tree stand. And he's like, oh my gosh. He's like, I nailed it. He's like, I had no idea where I hit it. He's like, I think I shut my eyes. <laughs> and he double lung the deer at like, you know, 15 yards. And he was, he like sat there in the tree and he was shaking. He's on the phone with me and he's like, I have no idea what I just did, but I, I pushed the button like you told me, you know, and, and he, he filmed this deer and I, I got the video and I edited it up for him real quick and he was just blown away. He's like, I never, if he's like, if I would have ever realized that I could ever even do something like this. He's like, I would have been buying one of these way, way long time ago. He's like, I just never thought I ever would care about a video, you know, until, until he experienced it and he could have cared less. He literally didn't even, all he's like, I just, I just, I'll push the button. 
you know, and then he figured it out later, right? He had, he had this amazing moment and he was so excited. He called me and I'm like, aren't you going to call your wife or your dad or, and he <laughs> called me. Right. So, I mean, I think that's really exciting to see someone get so excited about using a product, you know, that it's secondary. It's not the primary thing, but the hunt is always the primary thing. And I think that's the way, you know, we need to approach it. And that's how we approach it. It's, it's how can we, you know, not interfere, you know, not interfere with that moment, but still give you something that, that, that is, you know, just amazing that allows you to, you know, relive it. So I guess from that perspective, I mean, obviously you've got skin in the game, right? But so for people that would like to to try this out or, or whatever, like what is a recommendation for, you know, just a guy like that for like a guy that just wants to see the hit or just wants to share? Uh, yeah. You know. So, so in all reality, I tell people like, if you're just going to use one camera, that's it. Like you, you know, you just want to get into it. 199 bucks or something like that or it might even be like 159 some places you can get a solo wi-fi a tacticam solo it's it's our like base model um what it is it's it's a camera you push one button it records you push it again it stops like that's truly all it is that's what you do it does have wi-fi it allows you to you know watch the videos on your app and all this other stuff but it's just the bare basics, you know. So then if you really get hooked into it and you're like, man, I love this and I, I want to add a couple cameras, that's where the 5.0 system comes into play. And the 5.0, that's it's just a name. You know, it's, everybody teases me because they're like, oh, what's it going to be named? I'm like, I don't know. After the first one, I'm like, 2.0? It was just kind of a joke. And then next thing you know, it's the 2.0. Then we came out with the 3.0 and then the 4.0 and then the 5.0. So you get it. <laughs> but the 5.0 is, uh, you know, it has an RF uh, receiver in it. So the remote system is like nothing else. Like there is nothing like this. It works off radio frequency. You push the button on the remote, it sends out a, a radio frequency, and it remembers each camera. So if you have five, I, I actually use 10 cameras when I'm because I, I don't know why I just do it. I like it, right? This is what I do. So it sends out the radio frequencies for each camera. It turns them on from off. Like it literally just pings them and it knows exactly what it's supposed to do. So it just says, Oh, there's my signal here. It's go time. And you know, if you have it set at 4k 30 frames per second, I'm just going to get techie on you with uh, you know, ultra wide, no stable. It doesn't matter. Whatever the settings are on that camera, it remembers them and it just turns on and records. So, it's just super, super easy, which is what allows a guy like Paul Kermy to go sit in a tree, hit one button, and have everything just work. You know, that's why it that's why it makes it so easy and simple. So you'd mentioned in there stabilization. So that was something I wanted to get into because, you know, one of the things is like for us as bow hunters, when your bow goes off, there's some sort of a, a, a vibration. And, yeah. you know, what do these have for, for stabilization? And then some of these cameras, um, depending on which model, et cetera, there's different levels of zoom. And so does that play a part in the amount of uh, vibration or, you know, what you get as, as movement after the shot? 
Yeah, a hundred percent. So our cameras uh, have it's electronic stabilization. So it's all done through uh, you know software. Let's just say. Um, well, let's just say that's just how it's done. <laughs> but so what we did was we developed a. I mean, it, this is through a lot of testing, but we figured out a really good way to float the image within the sensor and. What, the, what it's doing, it's actually locking on, just like when you take a picture with your phone, you know, you get the little square and it shows up on a face and you're, it's like, how does it do that? Same thing. We're just using fancy, you know, software that we've developed uh, over time and it just locks on, like it locks onto trees. It lo- You know, it, it's hard to pick out a deer, but if you, if you lock onto objects, you can then stabilize the image onto them objects well guess what the deer's walking through the objects so it's gonna work you know like <laughs> it's like whenever i explain this people are like wow that's really easy i'm like well it sounds easy and it should be easy because it doesn't need to be complicated the more complicated you make stuff the the more often it's gonna fail in my opinion so that's how we do it and then um as far as zoom the we have Basically, well, there's three models. There's the Tacticam Wi-Fi, you know, the solo, the solo Wi-Fi, and then we have the 5.0 zoom and the 5.0 wide. Uh, the solo Wi-Fi it comes standard with a 3x zoom. The 5.0 comes standard with a 3x zoom, but it also adds uh, optic and digital zoom on top of that, which goes up to like 8x. And then the 5.0 wide is is like a ultra wide uh, lens which is truly made to be used with the remote. Like if you get on my, you know, social media or, I mean, heck, to be honest with you, all the stuff we post on Tacticam, you'll see it there too. But I mean, I'm putting cameras down in scrapes. I'm putting them on trails. You know, I'm like getting the deer walking down a trail, coming to a scrape, you know, literally, you know, peeing on the ground and, you know, doing all that stuff. And I've got cameras right there. I get cameras in the trees and you're just, it's just so cool. It's so fun. I know I geek out over it. Not everybody's going to geek out like I do, but I think you kind of start to understand, you know, like where the passion comes from. Well, I think one of the things is like personally for myself, so I've got, um, so we've got a myriad of tactic camps because we have, we have four guys um, at, at any point in time that are hunting you know, so right. they're split amongst us. And I have, um, uh, it's funny. One of my buddies actually won one and I've, uh, I'm using that and it's one of the fours. Uh-huh. Well, I, that deer that I shot that I talked about earlier, I had the tact cam on the bow and I had my main camera. I had a point of view camera. I had everything. And the, the beauty of that, the tact cam is like that video right up until the the shot where you know my arm moves and the bow moves all over um is just it, it's it's just about better than my main camera because you know I had set up my main camera earlier in the morning where I had to adjust the exposure for the light and everything and then when the deer came in and I just flipped the camera on the exposure was still so that, so it's a little bit blown out you know but that with the tag cam and the the deer coming in you know, it doesn't seem like on some of the other action cameras where it's a mile away and it's it's 30 yards, you know. Um, and I shoot this deer at 
at 17 yards and it's i mean it, i could have it, it's a better video than with with my main camera that i was using right and uh, right. it's it's very impressive you know well that's pretty cool yeah i mean i've always been impressed with them but i guess i'm biased you know like <laughs> well and and that's what's hard you know because you know we're working with tacticam and we're, we're you know say well, well do these really work you know what do you guys really think of them and it's like i wouldn't have so many of them and we i wouldn't be giving like I'm, my brother's coming over he's headed to south dakota again tomorrow so i'm outfitting him saying okay here take these just for that very reason that it doesn't take anything away from the hunt you know we've had him try and bring other cameras out there and and stuff like that and it's just it's too much um mm -hmm. and with these i mean you could literally have two of them on your bow one facing back at you one facing the animal and have a complete hunt without having to do anything other than hit a couple buttons right you don't have to worry about the rain you don't have to worry about you know uh setting anything up additionally i mean i think that that's one of the keys because there's a lot of guys that get into self-filming and it really is there's a big fatigue factor so that sixth, seventh day of a, a 10 day hunt. And you're like, I'm not bringing the camera. I'm not doing any of this. And then ultimately that's when you kill. And you're like, man, if I would have just, you know, it, it doesn't take that away from it. Yeah. And, and I mean, and then, you know, like just to, just to real quickly, you know, bring it up. It's like, we've been talking about like the Tacticam and filming your hunt and all this stuff. It's like this last year, we started spending a ton of time, like thinking like, you know, like what else can we build? Like stuff that, you know, stuff that makes sense, like stuff that we want. Right. So, you know, like we, we did the FTS last year, which was a pretty, pretty big hit. Um, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well let's build something for a spotting scope, which I know that there's, you know, scope cams and, and other, you know, other stuff, but, it was like to have a dedicated device, something that was just simple. You didn't have to pull your phone out of the, you know, case and all this other stuff. Like that, that took off. Like, I'm going to just tell you, like, I can't, I, we just thought, let's try it. And I mean, people are loving it. And then the, the reveal, which is the cellular camera, which do you have one of those? Yeah, we've got a couple of those. John, that's what he said when I was in between talking to you and talking to him he's like tell yeah. him that it's in the truck i'm i'm setting it out right now and, yeah so uh, i mean those things are just crazy like i mean we built them to be as truly as simple as you can get like you literally just turn it on scan a qr code pick your plan and you're going you know and they just send photos it was like well what do we need them to do i was like work <laughs> <laughs> send photos like what about video? Like, well, we can have, we can put video in there, but like, let's not mess around with any of that. Like, yeah, we'll give you the option, but you got to control that from the camera. It's like every, all you need it to do is you want it to activate. You want it to take pictures and you want them to send to your phone, period. Good quality photos. That's all you need it to do. If you can do that, you're winning. So, and say, so let's unwrap that just a second, because that's one of the things that I think is. I guess one of the things I fear about the reveal cell cam, right, mm -hmm. is that you guys put out this camera that is 
at or below the price point of your your nearest competitor you know um yeah the 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 cell cams of the past were you know three to five hundred dollars and then you know last year or the year before a company came out with one at the 150 dollar price point and they're less yeah, than that would be like the spy point i think yep and then then you guys come out and they're you know anywhere from 119 to 89 dollars well yeah i mean and and it's called not being greedy, right? It's like, what are the, what are the main things that you hate about a cell camera? I hate the cost. I hate how hard they are to set up. I hate how unreliable they are. It's like, so I know hate's a strong word. I shouldn't say it. I apologize to all your listeners. You can beat that out if you need to. But, um, you know, it's like, you just take everything that you just don't like. And cost was, to be honest with you, at the top of the list. Other than that, it's like they just got to work, you know. So so it was like, well, okay, if we can build this and build it, like our goal, our price point at retail was 120 bucks, which we we did hit, right? Um, and then, you know, we gave, we gave stores the option to be able to go all the way down to 99. And it was truly just because we thought, well, okay, truly it was because <laughs> you know, there, nobody believed in it yet, right? <laughs> so, so you have to give them something to like. Okay, wow, yeah, we got to do this. But our goal was one hundred and twenty dollars, and we knew that we were going to build. Our goal was the best camera. So, and it's arguable, but you know, you're also comparing them to four hundred dollar cameras, right? You know, so so it's like, can we build a camera for one hundred and twenty, like retail one hundred and twenty dollars? Build it. So we want to use it like, and we're proud of it. We're not, you know, hiding. I mean, if you get on social media, like Jeff and me, and I, I've actually kind of stayed off it a little bit lately because I got so much going on, but we're on there. Like we're the owners of the company and we're literally on social media answering questions, and you know, like trying to, if someone's got a problem, like, Hey, what's going on? Like, let's get it fixed. Like it's, you know, probably nothing, uh, you know, but that's how we feel about it. Like, We've sold like 180 plus thousand cameras this year. And, you know, like we're on social media doing customer service because we want to. We want to learn and get the feedback and make it better and improve it and see where people are having the hiccups. And, you know, like that's that's what that's what we do at Tacticam. Well, and the thing is, is that right now you can't find them. And that's what I was saying is like my fear is that, you know, like you said, nobody believed in them. So you, you put this, this camera out at this price point and, you know, as what tends to happen is you say, well, okay, well that was just our rollout deal. So we'll make them 150 bucks. We'll sell maybe not as many cameras, but we'll make the same money. Oh no, we're, 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 yeah, we're keeping, we're going to keep the price point. Uh, we built, we built about an extra 80,000 cameras this year, if that tells you anything. So that's on top of what we had already budgeted for, what we planned for. You know, so you got to, I mean, I know the viewers are like, just build more like we were looking for them. But I mean, if you look at the, the amount of cameras that we built, like, yeah, I know it sucks that you can't find them, but it's pretty dang impressive. And next year, I will tell you, you'll be able to find them. Because not only are we going to keep the price the same, 
you know, we we're already starting to get all of our materials lined up, all of our boards, all of our lenses, and this stuff gets sourced from all over the world, you know, so we would have tried to build more to be a hundred percent clear. Like, yeah, why would we not? But, you know, for what we need to build for, for next year, we have to start on it right now. Um, and, and we actually ran out of material. Like it, we just could not physically build anymore. I think we just built like another 10,000 cameras or something. It was like, Oh, well, we were able to get some boards and like, okay, let's build 10,000 more. And they're, they're getting shipped out right now. Like they're literally at our warehouse. We got them finished and they're getting shipped out. So we're, you know, we're, it's not like we just stopped, but you know, it's like if, if you plan on building, let's just say 60,000 in a year to go from building 60,000 to 120,000 to 180,000, and then, you know, 200 plus thousand units, that's a pretty big jump, you know? So I just want everybody to understand like, Hey, you know, we're gonna get your cameras and we proved this year that, Hey, yeah, we can do it. And we can, we can definitely keep our quality and build the numbers that we need to, but we're already planning for next year. And, uh, and we'll make sure that there's enough cameras. Like, I don't, I don't ever want to hear about anybody not being able to get one. Let's put it that way, especially next year. And so like, I guess what kind of questions are you fielding? I think if you could explain like the way that cell camera cameras work and the plans and, and all of that, because that's one of the, I mean, since we've started using these cell cams at all and then posting pictures and stuff, we've fielded a lot of questions about like, well, how do I add that to my cell phone plan? And, you know, you know, well, all the different, ins and outs of it and and i i guess i was in that camp before uh yeah I, I got one that i didn't have any idea of how it worked either so so you let's just say you have us cellular or verizon or at&t or t-mobile number one it does not matter what cellular provider you currently have so what you do is you you'll buy either a verizon or at&t camera uh, all it is is just what service, you know, what towers they work off of. So it's, you know, if you don't have or don't know, just, you know, talk to some friends or they have maps that are really good now that actually show you all the service areas and they tend to work pretty well. Um, but uh, that's really all you need. You buy the camera and you're going to hook it up right through the Tacticam Reveal app. And in the app, that's where you activate it. You don't have to go to a Verizon store. You don't have to go to an AT&T store. You literally just scan a QR code. It passes the camera's information through us. And we already pre-buy all the data. So we have partnership with AT&T and Verizon. So we buy a huge bundle of data. That's how we're able to get you such cheap data costs, you know, prices. I mean, we're talking... $13 for unlimited photos for a month on one camera. And then it goes, it's cheaper as you buy more cameras. So it's really inexpensive, but, and it's easy. You don't go to a store, you literally scan a QR code. And if you don't know what scanning a QR code, it tells you when you open the app up, it, it you hit a plus symbol at a camera and it says here, push this button and scan a QR code. You're going to go to your camera and it's like, Oh, how do I, it, it pulls it up and it's like you're taking a photo. And you just hold it over the QR code, and it's like, boop, done. Name your camera. Select the location. Activate. Done. It's taking photos. And you're like, wow, that was quick. 
So it takes about a minute. It's about a minute process to activate. I so. think the, I think the thing that I'm most impressed with, like, uh, granted, like getting those uh, pictures is an addiction. So oh, that's, it is. That's it? <laughs> it's 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 all like I wake up in the middle of the night and I like roll over. I grab my phone and I'm like, all right, what's well, moving tonight? You know, that's I. Mm-hmm. It, it's awful. Um, but it's nice to have inventory and, and, and all of that. But I think the most, uh, what I'm most impressed with, with the camera is like, you know, you buy any camera these days, you know, it doesn't matter if it's the $28 Tasco from Walmart or, you know, when you get up into the, you know, the hundred, $100 plus, uh, GSM cameras, right? Uh-huh. Yep. You have this little tiny like LED 8-bit screen that you're right. trying to figure out or you have to scan a QR code to get the instructions to how, know how many buttons up and down to push. You know, inside your camera that is a cellular camera that, you know, by far exceeds the computing power of of any of those cameras has this amazing LED screen, you know, or LCD screen that you can, you can see. It's very clear. Everything Mm -hmm. is intuitive, you know, like exactly like how you would draw it up. And at the price point, it just blows me away that, that you're able to do that. Cause even on, like I say, on the, the $150 spy points or whatever, you're still messing around with those little tiny LEDs. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it goes back to how easy can you make it, right? So, well, I, I think, don't know. I, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I think a lot of it is probably building the product that you want to use. Not mm-hmm. you. You said not being greedy, but I think, I think that there's a, a fine line there between, like, being greedy and like being honest with the product. Because right. it, it seems like you built a product that you want to be proud of and that you want to use. Right, 100%. And, and I think that, that should be everybody's goal. But I, I realize that that's not probably not all, always the case, right? But <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, it's unfortunate, but there's a lot more. It, the further that we get down this podcasting road and we talk to people, you know, we don't talk to a lot of industry people. We don't talk to a lot of companies. We don't deal with that side of it because it seems like there is a lot of money grabbing and a lot of disingenuousness out there. And then on the other side of that is that, I mean, it's awesome. I think that we're scrambling to wedge this podcast in between hunting because, you know, a lot of the people that you meet in the industry or that at least that we've met have said, yeah, I thought I was going to be able to hunt way more. And I started this company and I'm not able to hunt or I'm not able to, you know, (laughs) you know, all we're doing is honoring contracts and stuff, you know? No, not the case. I mean, I was, uh, I shot a buck in Wisconsin a couple weeks ago and then I turned around and flew down to Louisiana to hang out with a buddy and they were filming a TV show and I just helped out and, uh, hunted every night you know work during the day and you know then i came back and 
I've been at the office all day and I got a buddy that just came in from PA and he's, uh, you know, he actually just rolled into the house where, uh, I'm going to show him around a few spots and he wants, he, he loves hunting public land and, uh, he's never shot a Wisconsin buck. And I said, if you come out here, I'll, I'll show you some amazing spots. So, uh, that's what we're going to do tomorrow. And it's going to be chalked up as R and D. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to have tacticams. We're going to stick out some reveals. You know, we're going to use the spotter LR, get it on some spine scopes, see if we can get some bucks chasing. So, I mean, but that's all, those are all real things. Like you have to be out there using the product. And, and if you're not, how do you know if it's working? How do you know that you, if you can make it better, you know? So I think, I think it's a really important part of it. Well, I don't want to keep you too long from, uh, from your buddy and you know all of that uh, R&D one of the questions that we usually ask and it's always sure. John's question but it's like what's your bow setup what are you what are you shooting well so so right now I'm shooting a uh, it's it's a uh, shoot what's the name of it it's like a M something it's an expedition but I can't remember the the name like you know the physical name of it but mm -hmm. either way it's an expedition uh brand new for this year uh i actually i had a i had a, a matthews a hoyt and a Botech that i've kind of like switched back and forth and i don't know what it was about this bow like i picked it up and you know i just liked the way it shot like it was smooth and it was still fast so i was like you know what i'm gonna give this a try this year and I've already killed three deer with it. So I'm like, well, I guess I kind of like it. Uh, and before that, I was I was shooting a Hoyt that I got. And it wasn't even a newer one, but it was a, a carbon spider, like one of the first ones that came out. Mm -hmm. And I just fell in love with that bow. And I just kept shooting it, shooting it, shooting it. And I, you know, then I, I think I had a Matthews and a Bowtech. And I really liked the Bowtech. I like the Matthews too. Like they all shoot so good. They all have their, you know, their different things about them and i like shooting them different styles but this year i'm shooting that expedition uh at 60 pounds which i've never shot 60 i've always shot 70 or higher um and it was just something i thought i'm going to try it it shoots just as fast as my other bows at at 70 which is crazy to me that i'm pulling 60 and uh i started to do a lot of uh like just scrape hunting with at full draw like as they're coming in and, and like super close so i'm talking like less than 10 yards which you know how hard it is to draw on a deer when mm -hmm. they get in real tight so like i was just kind of having some fun this year so i wanted something that i could just shoot really smoothly quietly and and pull back like that last buck i shot i think i held back for like over five minutes Jeez. and and i just drilled him by the way it was awesome but you know, right out of scrape, like literally sideways and took one step and I'm just like, bam, just like that. It was insane. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's my setup. I got a HHA uh, four pin. It's a adjustable, but I got four pins on it. I, I set it at typically 20 yards because it shoots so flat all the way up to 20 and then I got a 30, 40 and whatever. But you can always adjust it if you're in a field and want to throw an arrow or something and then i got a tight tight spot quiver uh let's see what else i don't know i just i just enjoy hunting i what, guess what are you shooting for arrows 
Uh, I got Vaps. I've been shooting them since they came out. Those uh, real thin ones. Yeah, but I don't know. When I first got them, everybody was like, oh, these aren't going to work. They're going to break, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, whatever. I like them. They fly good in the wind. They got good penetration. They're full. You know, they have a lot of weight out front. And I've been using them ever since. And it seems like now it's so hard to dang even find the dang things because everybody wants them. And then what, what, Broadhead? I love the Rage Hypodermics. Okay. So, yep, I've used a lot of different ones. I don't know why I keep going back to them. I know a lot of people say, you know, don't use mechanicals, but they fly good. They hit hard, and, man, they smack. Like, when they hit, they open up, and it's just like it, it, it sounds like you did something. So, Yeah, I'll have to send you the video of the – the buck that I shot this year because so we've, we've, we were, we, since 2018, we've basically been shooting, um, fixed plates. Just, uh, we hunted Idaho for elk and um, they don't allow a mechanical. And so Uh we, we switched over and then we got onto the heavy arrow thing, which everybody is, is all over this time. And, uh, Mm -hmm. we, uh, we switched over to that, um, this year, but I uh, I shot this deer at 18 yards, but I shot him like a, in the neck above the front shoulder and came out the right in the pocket. But wow. I think I and I shot the biggest buck of my life. I made the basically the same shot on with uh, one of the Rage Extremes that didn't get a pass mm-hmm. through. But um, yeah, that deer went it went uh, 84 yards. Um, and piled up and I got actually got him basically tipping over on the on the tactic cam. So it was yeah, that's awesome. It, it just sort of worked out um great. But but yeah, yeah, I mean the there's something to be said about a fixed blade, but if you hit them right with those ranges, yeah, I, I mean actually, they, they work. <laughs> I mean I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know. I have just you know, I've used a lot of different ones and I've I just keep going back to them and I don't know if it's good or bad, but I've never had anything bad happen. In fact, this, this, uh, I shot a really nice buck in Wisconsin and he was really big and old and I actually made a bad shot. You know, like I got so excited, you know, like I do every time (laughs) (laughs) I I actually shot him about four inches forward from where I was aiming in it. Yeah. I mean, at 18 yards which was he wasn't coming into the scrape but it was a buck i've never seen before he was massive and he was coming up over the hill and he was on a mission and i'm like i'm like oh i got him and it went right through his front shoulder and buried into the other shoulder and he died within like 70 yards (laughs) like he ran downhill and crashed hard and like done (laughs) like how did that happen? Like, I had no idea. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, great. I just screwed that up. But it's like, it's almost like they, they open on impact, make a great big wound, and then, like, close up going through the bone and then open back up. And it was like, took everything out. You know, it was weird. I don't know if, if, if anybody else has had that experience. But this year definitely made me even more of a believer than what I had been. But. I will tell you, I always carry a like a muzzy fixed blade in my quiver just in case, you know. But so, what's on the Tacticam docket for uh, 2021 with having no shows, or at least for the foreseeable future? Yeah, so uh, you know we're 
we're working super hard on the 5.0 system to really just jump, make it even better. Like, I mean, it, it's all compatible with what's out now, but it's just like, how do you always improve it, make it better, 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 better. We've got a new FTS uh, that will be coming out that people are going to be blown away by, um, which it just makes it even better than what we currently got. You won't have to use, you know, a camera with it. It'll be a lot like the spotter mm -hmm. LR, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Awesome. We're, we're doing a ton of software work. I mean, software, it's pretty obvious software controls everything, right? <laughs> I mean, we're putting so much energy into the software to just make it even better than what it is. So like across the board, reveal, you know, everything, every single product line. So it's going to be awesome. Well, it's awesome, Ben, to hear all of your passion and everything into this. And it's just not a, a rehearsed and scripted, you know, this is what we have and this is this is how it is, you know. It, I really appreciate it. I think the listeners are going to, you know, that's going to translate to, you know, Tacticam as a company. Um, where can everybody follow along these hunts and everything that you're, that you're, you're filming and. Yeah. Know. So, uh, so it's, uh, you know, Tacticam.com. Facebook is, uh, I think, you know, Tacticam. We have Instagram. Otherwise like Benjamin B. Stern, I think I got an Instagram account that I just started using last week again. I <laughs> otherwise I'm on Facebook as well, Benjamin B. Stern. I usually make all my stuff uh, public, so you know um, I try to share a bunch of stuff on there. But yeah, anyway. And, and then if pe people have questions or anything like that, can they just reach out to you or the customer service, or how do they go about that? The the fastest way is support at tacticam com. Like it truly is the fastest way. I work with them every single day. We have a team of people. Um, if you email me, like there's a good chance that it might get lost. I'm always doing something or if, you know, I just don't want it to fall through the cracks. So if you email support, I get every one of those emails. I read them all, but we have a very, very good crew of people and they're way nicer to talk to than me, to be honest with you. Uh, they're, they're awesome. Really, really good. Uh, but yeah, they're support at tacticam.com. Otherwise call it, just call the, you know, the tacticam phone number. I think it's right on our website. If you want it, I can look it up. <laughs> no, that's great. I'll, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, cool. But hopefully they won't have to, uh, deal with the, the customer support. So, um, yeah, I mean, we got people that call just to talk, you know, they're <laughs> like, Hey, I was, you know, film this giant buck and you know, where do I send it? Like, Hey, that's cool. Like I love, it. those are good calls, good emails. <laughs> so for sure. Well, I think that's kind of all we got for tonight. Uh, if you want to hang on the line real quick, but, uh, yeah, I just appreciate, you know, your time and, uh, you know, I want to make sure you get out there to do your R and D. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah.